Hi, and welcome to The Fertility Warriors. Here at Fertility Warriors HQ, we believe in three things, grace, grit, and gratitude. We don't believe you have to be perfect to fall pregnant, but we do believe that you need to place yourself and your well-being at the top of your priority list. I'm your host, Robin Birkin. For some people, trying to conceive is a cakewalk. I was not one of those people. My journey was years in the making and included IUIs, IVF and a miscarriage, as well as many, many tears before we fell pregnant with our first child. Now I'm the author of the book, Screw Infertility, and the founder of a 12-week mind-body fertility program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive. I'm here to help you not only navigate these waters, but to help you feel like a badass in the process. My superpower? Helping Taipei women find calm, confidence and happiness in their journey. I'm a little woo-woo, a lot straight shooter, and I swear like a sailor. Sorry, mom. I've never turned down a bowl of mashed potato, and if you like salt and pepper, mm, I think we'll get along just fine. So hit that subscribe button and tune in for tips, advice, and real talk every week. I promise you, I'm not daggy. Okay, maybe a lot daggy, but subscribe anyway. Enough small talk, let's do this thing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Fertility Warriors. Thank you so much for joining us. And I, you know, every time I have a look at how many episodes we have of the podcast, it completely blows my mind. We're nearly at 150 episodes now. That's crazy. And I have so many guests who I really want to get onto the podcast, but I also really love it having our one-to-one chats. And I think that today's podcast episode will be really helpful for you. It might be something a little bit different to what you heard before, or maybe you just haven't heard much out there about how to help partners before. And well, that's what we're going to talk about today is what is the sort of two concepts that you really need to understand and embrace to help your partner cope with infertility in the best possible way. And as I said, I feel like it's going to be advice that you probably haven't heard before. And I think where we start is by having a look at trying to get a bird's eye view of how you and your partner are generally coping through infertility, how you are coping with each other, what's frustrating you about them, what does their coping look like in comparison to yours, what are they struggling with in comparison to what you are struggling with because they might be struggling with seeing you go through all of these things or seeing you in a really bad place whereas you are struggling with you know wrangling the concept of the path that you always thought your life would take and they might they might be wrestling with that first but I don't think we can assume that okay so the very first thing that you would do so I guess it's more like a three-part strategy the very first thing that I would do is really take a bird's eye view and actually try to understand what your partner is struggling with and whether or how that might be different to what you are struggling with and understand that they don't always need you to do something about this but and that they might cope differently 
Okay. So have a look at that, have a bird's eye view, have a little bit of an analysis and also have an analysis and some acceptance around the fact that the way that they might cope and process what is happening on their journey might look different to the way that you might handle and process your journey. So just because they're handling it differently, just because maybe you really like to talk about it, maybe they don't really like to talk about it, maybe they handle, you know, the emotional burden of infertility by going running every day and through movement, like they process their trauma and their emotions through movement and maybe you handle and process that through therapy. But that doesn't mean that because they're not having therapy, for example, that they might not be coping with it. So I think it's really important for us to first take stock and really without judgment or anything, have a look at how your partner is coping with infertility and how that's what that looks like for them. And, you know, it may well be that they are not coping. They are not coping in the, with the same kind of potential life outcomes as you. Maybe they grew up and their entire life, all they wanted to do is be a dad. And now this is looking like the whole path looks really, really different. And they're grappling with that. Maybe what they're struggling with is, you know, you might be struggling with the whole concept of having a biological child or not, and they might just be looking at the statistics and the financial burden of feeling like they have to be a provider to provide that. There's no right or wrong and nobody else has the answer. But what I want to talk to you about today is two concepts that might really help you and that have completely guided my life, particularly in the last 12 months. And it's possibly going to be quite refreshing for you. It might also be quite triggering for you. So the first thing that I want to say is crabs in a bucket. <laughs> Have you, if you've ever had crabs in a bucket, it's a really common phenomenon that what will happen is if you put a whole bunch of crabs in a bucket and one crab tries to climb out, the rest will drag it back down. They don't want to lose their friend who's the crab or they can't, they might, I don't know whether they're trying to, you know, like get back on top of that crab because they see that crab getting up. But it's a really common thing that there's crabs in a bucket that one crab tries to get out and all the other crabs drag it back down again. It's actually really sad, especially from someone who was vegan for many years. So many animal, I'm a bit off topic, but like there's many ways to skin a cat. Sorry, who's out there skinning cats? I just find animal references a bit bizarre sometimes but moving on are you and your partner like crabs in a bucket you're both just dragging each other down you're both just you know trying to go around in circles on your journey you neither of you is actively pursuing joy pursuing recovery pursuing healing pursuing processing on your journey and you are both sat there going around in circles and feeling like you're not going anywhere. And that's what you don't want because you don't want to be dragging each other down. And here's the first step and the first thing that I want to let you know, which for us type A's might be something that is hard for us to, I don't know what to say, hard for us to accept and that is that we actually can't control another human being. 
We have no control over whether or not our partner does something or not. We have no control over whether he takes the supplements or she takes the supplements or doesn't. We have no control over whether they go to therapy or whether they don't go to therapy, whether they heal themselves or whether they don't, whether they necessarily come around to our way of thinking or whether they don't. The only person we have control over is ourselves. The only person whose actions we can control is ourselves. And when we try to control another person, it ends up creating tension and friction and it doesn't help us move forward in a really positive way. Okay, and sometimes we'll have boundaries in our lives. We talk about this in the Fertility Worry Intensive about creating boundaries and what that looks like. But when you create boundaries, that looks like what you will tolerate and what you will accept and then what you won't and what that might look like for you. It doesn't revolve around trying to fix someone else. It's a dead-end move when you try to fix someone else and they're not ready or they don't want to be fixed. And that's hard. Like it's really hard to see someone else suffer. It's really hard to see someone who might, you know, benefit, you feel might benefit from something, but they don't feel like that. And I know that, but you have to release other people in your life from trying to control them or trying to have the outcome that you think is better because they're adults, okay? They can make their own decisions. They can weigh up whether something is beneficial or not. Hey, warrior, so sorry for interrupting, but I just wanted to jump in and see if you'd had the chance to check out my new little program, Warrior Rising. It's a five-day radical mood reset and I'm sure that you will love it. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise to check out my new program, Warrior Rising. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So some of you might be going like, well, yeah, but now what? Okay, so and then part two, and this phrase would be possibly one of the most empowering and helpful phrases you can ever hear for when you enter the next step of motherhood. Don't be a martyr, be a model. You need to model. If you don't want to be like crabs in a bucket, it is up to you to model what getting help looks like. It is up to you to model what taking life off pause looks like, what seeking joy looks like, what reaching out for help looks like, what striving forward to be the healthiest and best version of yourself that you can be looks like. You have to model that. You have control over your life. You can control the outcome of your life. And what is it in your life that is missing right now? If you went and did the wheel of life, okay, so you may have heard of this sometimes when I do webinars or masterclasses or workshops, I talk about the wheel of life. And basically, it's a pie chart with about six to eight pieces of the pie. And when you go through your life, you have a look at the various major elements of your life, career and finances, emotional health, physical health, your significant other, and then other relationships in your life, all of these major areas in your life. And one of them might also be purpose and play or fulfillment in life which doesn't 
equate to motherhood and doesn't equate to career, can I just say. If anyone's watched the movie Soul, you'll know that it can extend to many different things. But if you have a look at the wheel of life and you might notice, for example, that your emotional health is at an all-time low and that actually that's dragging down all of these other areas of your life, including your relationship, like crabs in a bucket, right? You're low, it's then, you know, transferring to your partner, they're low, and it's like the two of you dragging each other down. The best thing that you can do is stop focusing on what they're doing and how they're coping. Stop saying, okay, like I'm going to sacrifice myself to making sure they've got all this and babysitting them and doing this and doing that, or just generally saying, I'm going to not martyr myself for my baby. Is that a bit triggering? Because it's true, because you can grind yourself into a hole and throw out the entire balance of your hormones and everything like that by sinking yourself lower and lower and lower in the pursuit of a baby and sacrificing yourself in pursuit of a baby or your relationship when actually the best thing that you can do to bring your baby into the world and to support your relationship or even just your general happiness is to work on yourself, have a true step back and see whether you need help or whether something needs to change. Like if nothing changes, nothing changes. Put on your brave shoes, step into faith and decide what the next right step for you looks like and let go of trying to be the one that helps or it's not even helping. It's like sometimes we end up controlling, especially when we're type A's, we end up trying to nag and trying to push and force our way for someone else to do the things that we think they need to do when they're actually an adult and can do it themselves. And the best example I can give you is, so as I mentioned earlier, I was a vegan for about four years on my fertility journey. I have never, can I just say, I've never felt better physically than I did at that time in my life. But when a lot of people first become vegans, and there's a common joke that says, how do you know someone's vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. (laughs) It's a really common thing that when people first become vegan, they're horrified at all of this animal welfare. They learn about the industry. They see all these really graphic movies that just feel like they've scarred them for life. And the common thing is, I'll be vegan forever. I'm never, ever going to eat meat. I'll never go back. And you almost want to be look at people and shake them and be like, don't you know what the industry is like, okay? And I very quickly learnt that that was not, if I wanted the whole world to be vegan, that was not the way that everyone would be like, whoa, looking vegan looks great. Like the other side looks really cool. They'd be, they were just like, she's angry. (laughs) She's angry and she's trying to sell me something that I don't really want and blah, whatever. However, What I did end up doing was really modeling health and vitality and happiness and fulfillment and joy. And this also coincided a lot with all of the emotional work that I had been doing at the time after our miscarriage, that then so many people were like, what are you having? Because I want what some of you're having. You're looking really great right now and you just look so glowing. What's the secret. And I would say, well, funny you asked, I became plant-based. And that was 
the way is by looking after myself, having that glow, having what they want, and then pulling people on a journey with me. So it's a point to consider if you want to help your partner, first help yourself. And it's the same thing applies to a baby. If you want to help bring your baby into the world, first help yourself. You have to put on your own oxygen mask first because if you don't put on your own oxygen mask and you fall apart, and then no one else is getting help. The way to help everyone else is to first help yourself. And you know that you know, you might be sitting here saying, well, how do I help myself? What do I do? And you know that I have run a program called the Fertility Warrior Intensive. It's a 12-week, really holistic. It's, I'm so sure it's the whole, most holistic on the market mind-body fertility program that we run over 12 weeks. It comes with support calls every fortnight. It comes with Q&A calls where we talk about all the things. It comes with yoga and Pilates lessons that have been specially created for our fertility warriors, as well as so many other things, meal plans, low-tox hacks, and most importantly, how you get to this place of calm and confidence and starting to really rewire the physiological responses that your brain is having that are starting to send everything in your body haywire. If you want to know more about my program, you can go to robinburkin.com slash warrior or slash intensive, or the best way is to just jump on my email list, jump on my Instagram at robinburkin and just stay in tune with when we open the doors and what we have going on. But again, if you'd like to learn more about my program, if you'd like to learn more about how you can start to pull yourself out of the bucket and then pull your partner and everyone else out of the bucket with you, then that's maybe somewhere to start. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I love speaking with you and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Fertility Warriors. You know that I love chatting with you every single week. If you like this podcast, please make sure you go ahead and subscribe and share it with anyone, be it on your Instagram or your other socials to let them know that this has been helpful for you too and that it might be helpful for them. Please make sure also that you give us a five-star rating and I would love, love, love a review. They always make my day and they help other people find the podcast. So it kind of helps the search engine juices or the internet juices push this podcast out to other people when there are a number of ratings and reviews. And if you feel like infertility is starting to get the best of you and your emotions are starting to get a bit wonky, then make sure you check out my new mini program, Warrior Rising. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise and check it out. It's a five-day mini mindset transformation and it will definitely help pick up your mood, help you feel calmer and help you feel more in control of your journey. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise to find out more about my new program, Warrior Rising. Warrior Rising.